Welcome to the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast brought to you by Break of Day Capital. The show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky. This podcast is focused on educating operators, building better systems, and becoming a best-in-class operator. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery, where we have a great community of thousands of like-minded individuals sharing resources and best practices. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation. Today on the podcast, we have Brett Swartz. Welcome, Brett. Can you start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Excellent. Yeah, thanks, Gary, for having me. So uh, Brett Swartz here in Northern California. So I am a founder of Capital Gains Tax Solutions, also a commercial real estate broker, multifamily expert. And so we help people who feel trapped by capital gains tax when they're selling highly appreciated apartment buildings. It could be cryptocurrency, it could be primary homes, basically defer tax and create and preserve more wealth without using a 1031 exchange. So we like to say we're kind of like the Netflix way of tax deferral versus the old way of Blockbuster, which most people are familiar with. Well, I'm excited to have you on because I probably get a call once a week from investors that want to do a 1031 and it's just not, you know, just not going to work out for them. They have a time crunch and this and that. And for them having that education on a deferred sales trust would be really important. So let's start off by actually talking about what are the differences between a you know, deferred sales trust and a 1031? Yeah, great question. So I like to use the analogy and, and I think it'll be, it'll break out with the Blockbuster Netflix. So I don't know if you remember going to Blockbuster on a random Friday, you want to get that movie and you're about to grab it. And right before you do, someone grabs it. Right. But even if you got that second movie, you got to return it within three days and you got to go through all of these things. That's like the blockbuster way of doing things. Right. And in 2008, we saw a lot of people get hurt because in 05 and 06 and 07, they were overpaying for properties via the 1031 because they're letting the tax tail wag the investment dog. So the first thing to understand about the biggest difference is time. And you want time to be your friend as an investor. Right. And as a seller, you don't want to be forced to buy something that doesn't make sense on, on the numbers and on the value add and the forced appreciation, all the things we love as multi family investors. And so the deferred sales trust like Netflix is there's no timing restrictions. I mean, you can rent the movie, you can re, you don't have to return it, you, you pay some ongoing fees, right? But essentially, you can sell high and buy low. And the best deal story to, to really inspire me to start the company was for a gentleman who was worth $250 million in Minnesota in 2006. He's looking at a real estate market that's really valued high, not unlike what we're at right now, and not a lot of inventory that makes sense. Okay. And so he sold, he looked for his 1031, couldn't find it, didn't make any sense. So he moved it into the deferred sales trust, which is not a 1031. It's not a Delaware. And he parked the funds there. 
and he waited five years and he put it into stocks, bonds, mutual funds, very conservative stuff. This guy hates the stock market, by the way, so he's not big on that, but he couldn't face paying the tax and he couldn't face buying the deal. So he tried the new version of Netflix, Deferred Sales Trust for a while. Well, five years go by and the bank calls him back and says, hey, we just foreclosed on that property. Yeah, that one you used to own, you know, that one you sold to that crazy 1031 buyer out of California. Yeah, we foreclosed on it. We're just curious, do you want to buy it back? And he goes, well, maybe what's the price? And he said, they said 60 cents on the dollar. And so he reallocated the funds into an LLC, a portion of them, and bought that same property back with a brand new depreciation schedule, which he gets 80% of, all tax deferred, not using a 1031 exchange. And this is where all my alarms start going off, right? I'm like, whoa, whoa, you can't do that, right? And, then I'm, and I'm learning about this. And I go, we, we, we figured it out at Marcus and Milchap. We figured it out as investment real estate brokers. 1031 is the way to go, right? But when I heard this, I said, if this is true, this will change everything. And that's what began the journey to really educate all the brokers out there, commercial real estate syndicators, anyone who feels trapped by a 1031, who wants to sell high and buy low. So I'll pause there to make sure that all made sense. Yeah, I, I love it. My mind is blown. I mean, for for him to be able to put put that money away without paying any taxes for five years is awesome. And then you know, luckily enough for him that it came back on 60 cents a dollar. That, that's crazy. I, I love it. So as a sponsor, when I get these calls, then I should just say, hey, call Brett and you guys figure it out. And when we have our deal, we'll talk some more. So who is this for, right? I think it's really what you're asking, right? So the first person who has anything that's worth a million dollars or more in net proceeds and at least a million dollar gain, that's our minimum. So the deal's got to be big enough. This is a complex structure that has a team of professionals to execute this, okay? So if the deal's too small, we would, we would say it's not a good fit. It needs to be a home run for you, a home run for us. Not unlike people who do these carve outs or sidecars for these 1031 deals with people who have a big old deal, right? So again, a million dollar net proceeds, a million dollar gain, and that could be cryptocurrency. That could be an LLC. That could be a C Corp. That could be an S Corp. That could be a business sale, right? That could be a primary home. We just did an $8.3 million primary home in Palo Alto. Remember, the 1031 exchange only applies to investment real estate. And also Biden is proposing to take it away or at least limit it to at least $500,000 of gain. So you have a lot of challenges with Blockbuster, right? So the first thing, is it big enough? The second thing, is it highly appreciated enough? And if that is the case, then yes, they can sell. Now, once the funds are there, where can they be invested? Now, they can be diversified. They can be liquid. And we need to keep some of that involved. And they can also go into real estate deals, okay? The best ones are active real estate deals, right? There are some abilities and some options to be able to go passive as well. So it all just depends on the risk tolerance of the client, their overall net worth, what they're trying to achieve. But yeah, this is what we're, we're doing every day for folks. And it's, it's pretty remarkable because because people still just don't know about it, and uh, but we're here to teach them and help them out. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation. Yeah. So I think a lot of people will say, wow, this sounds too good to be true. And they're going to be scared. But I know you've done quite a bit of transactions. What's the total dollar amount that you've done so far? 
We're around, wow. So I think a gross sales of around 150 to $200 million now. We've closed seven deals in the past 40 days. We'll close another seven here. We just did our first Ethereum case at $5 million. They bought it for hundred grand. It's worth $13 million. They sold the first $5 million. And by the way, Ethereum is up to about 4000 today. And they're going to be doing another $2.5 million. So you can do this in chunks and small pieces. And so it goes on and on. We did a $5 million deal in Colorado. We did an $8.3 million deal in Palo Alto, a seven point nine in Santa Cruz. We're working on a, an asset or multiple assets, $50 million deal for a guy in Texas, a $65 million deal in, 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 um, in Florida. So the deal keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so gross, we're about 150 to 200. 25-year track record, thousands of closes. I've been working with for 10 years. It's faced the IRS over, over a dozen times, all no-change IRS audits. The IRS has seen it, know it. They're not unfamiliar with tax deferral with IRAs and 401ks and 1031s. This is just another form of an installment sale, which is IRC 453. goes back to the 1920s. So it's tested and true. You know it as a seller carryback. Right, Gary. That's yeah. like you can carry paper or have a you know if you're buying something that, that the seller could carry paper. So that's the foundation of the structure, which is very well known. We just have a let's say a secret recipe, if you will, of how to apply that law via a trust, third party trust. This is what we provide. We're the trustee. We we help facilitate this. Tax attorneys, the legal team, and then we work with financial advisors across the U.S. as well to help manage the funds on the on the securities portion. But there's really, there's two stories I want to tell you to help really help me to get a lot of confidence. And I don't know if you've heard of this gentleman named named Bill Gross. He's with PIMCO. He's kind of like a warm buffet of the financial advising. You, as commercial real estate owners and operators and multifamily brokers, you might not have heard of him. I didn't really heard of, hear of him until I kind of got into this space. But he's kind of like the, you know, like a Mark Cuban would be for entrepreneurial business people. He's that respected in the financial advising world. Well, him and a guy named David Young, they ran a group called PIMCO. And PIMCO is one of the largest wealth like money managers in the world. They manage money for the top wealth in the world. Well, for about 15 years, these guys were together, about five of them. They all took it from about $80 billion to $1.2 trillion. Well, fast forward, they all retire, get a big payday. David Young and like four of the guys, they get together and they form a group called Anfield Capital. And about three years ago, they were approached with the Deferred Sales Trust. And you can imagine these guys have been in the industry for 20, 30 years, some of the top, top in the, in the world of what they do. They get approached by stuff like this all the time. Like people want them to sell their thing, right? To their, to their, all of their client base. And most of the time they just dismiss it, but they looked at this thing and they didn't look at it for two days or two weeks or two months. They looked at it for two years. They did a full due diligence and they're not, a, they're, that's what they do. They do due diligence on companies, on investments, and they did it on the tax strategy. They brought in their tax team. They went through it all and they sat down with the tax attorney who's my business partner and he's one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. And they looked at the whole thing all mapped out and all the arrows and they signed the NDAs and all that. And they came through with the conclusion after two days of that, after two years of everything, they go, wow, A, this guy's the smartest guy we've ever met. And number two, we're all in. We're going to offer this and roll it out. We'll become part of your inner circle team as an option to manage funds for clients. And so the question I always ask to the skeptic and... By the way, everyone's always a skeptic until they get punched in the nose with that tax bill or about to be like, it's like the Mike Tyson thing, right? It's easy to be a skeptic until you're like, oh my gosh, I'm facing multi-million dollars of tax. My 1031 is about to fail, which by the way, we can save fail 1031 exchanges. We've saved, I think, five now in the past 90 days alone. But he looks at it and he's like, this is amazing. We're going to roll this thing out. And his legal team looked at it as well. And so the question is always, yeah, Gary, Gary or the listener right now, like if it's good enough for David Young and his background of 30 years, 
and his legal team for two years of due diligence, he's putting his name and reputation on the line with this thing, right? Is it good enough for you and your legal team? And that's honestly the question you have to ask yourself. And a lot of times the CPAs we're working with, God bless them, they're really smart people, but they're like general practitioners in that they're good with some stuff with LLCs and tax returns, but they're not the brain surgeon for capital gains tax deferral on IRC 453. So the biggest thing emotionally to overcome for this thing is sometimes the people who help you get you there to the first million or the first 10 million or the first 50 aren't the same people to help you defer, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% of that tax. It's going to take that brain surgeon. Now, that being said, we invite your CPA to come in and, and whoever else you have. And oftentimes they join us. I mean, we literally have thousands of CPAs, financial advisors, business brokers, commercial estate syndicators, luxury realtors, national law firms. We have it all, but there's literally one law firm that does everything and it's proprietary and it's protected. So it's like a double-edged sword. Part of it's like, we don't know about it, but also part of it, we don't want you to know about it because we don't want too many people to take it and try to abuse it. So we really keep it close tight and it's never failed yet. And on top of that, the tax attorneys provide audit defense, lifetime audit defense, again, with a perfect track record, no additional charge. They charge a 1.5% basically fee up front. We charge about 1.85 to 2%, depending on the AUM under under management on a recurring basis. And we can talk about how to get that as an investment and not just an expense. But hopefully that answers the question on the on the too good to be true. And by the way, you can watch David Young on the podcast, tell his whole story on my podcast, Capital Gains Tax Solutions. Go to YouTube. And we have like five or six episodes and we're going through this thing in detail and he's he's way smarter than me guys you know who's listening who's listening to this so you can check that out as well for more more confirmation oh yeah i love that explanation and yeah i'm very familiar with pimco i invested in, in one of their funds years ago and i love that w- when you stated that your cpa or your, your financial advisor what got you to one point doesn't mean it's going to get you to the next point and I've, I've had to switch out you know, they, they were really good, you know, when I just started out in real estate. And then as my portfolio grew, you know, my financial advisor just wasn't, you know, he's trying to keep me in stocks and stuff and because he doesn't get paid for the real estate and, and just way above his head and and just not a good fit. And and same with my CPA. And and as I continue to grow, now I need, I'd love to get, you know, a, a different opinion as well as, as my portfolio grows. And what other strategies do I need to keep? or change and 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 that you know that's a perfect case in this because you know if you've never heard of it before it doesn't mean it's not it's not good you know things change and new opportunities arise and then this is a a great tool for someone that's got 1 million dollar gains or, or or net proceeds now if if someone has that fits that qualification is there any any time where it's not a good fit for a DST yeah, when you can actually find a deal that makes sense, right? And I, I'm the first one to tell somebody, if you can find a, a forced appreciation value-add deal that on, on the intrinsic value of the real estate, the location, the value-add, the opportunity, by all means, it's simple. Do your 1031. I'll high-five you. That's the cool thing. We don't charge unless unless your, your 1031 fails or you just, you decide to actually use the trust. But we do all the preparation. We form the trust, all the legal questions, talk with your CPAs. And like for some reason, you, you find a deal, hey, high-five, man. God bless you, man. I, I'm glad you found that. I'm in California, right? And I think you are too. You're in SoCal, right? And so it's just not always there in that 45-day ID or that 180, you know, close period. So that's where we just saved a fail 1031 for a gentleman. He's owned for 30 years, multifamily property. We sold a $7.6 million deal in Georgia. He lives in Northern California. And he's like 62. And like the demographics, these guys are getting older and they're like, I don't need any more Gavin Newsom rent laws and, and, and eviction laws and toilet trash and liability. Like, I've made my wealth. Like, how about I just sell and defer? 
and not and he doesn't mean he won't go back into real estate but he's been 10 years ago you know he had a lot of gray hairs cuz he had to hold on through the through the crash right and that's that's really the essence of this we want to provide freedom and flexibility to buy and sell real estate on your own terms not on the 1031 terms. And guess what? A lot of 1031 companies, they don't want you to know about this. The commercial real estate brokers, I was one at Marcus Milchap, they don't want you to know about this. They want to keep you in the 1031 race, get these huge commissions. I've also done Delaware Statutory Trust too, which is another form of a 1031. But at the essence of what we're going to give to you is either the time and the energy, right? And the flexibility to buy and sell real estate whenever you want or never again if you don't want to right? Develop. We have a deal out of Alabama, 2.6 million. He sold a business, deferred 600,000 of tax, and he's building 70 multifamily units from the ground up in Tennessee, right? And he's going to sell that and he's going to roll that into the trust as well. The guy's in his mid forties. He's making a million a year already. He's delaying the income tax from the trust, which is another way to pay for this thing. He's like, Brett, I've got so much income. Can I delay on that 2.6 million? Because what's happening is the trust, you've loaned the money to the trust and it's going to pay you back over time. It's an installment sale, typically 8% net of the recurring fees, which again, about 1.85 to 2. And then you're going to live off of that. But he's going, Brett, can I delay that and let it compound like an IRA? Yeah. So he's delaying it for a couple of years. And in the meantime, using the capital to build and create a ton of wealth, get a brand new depreciation schedule. And this is the cool thing. Once he has the depreciation schedule, Gary, right? He can start to tax optimize, meaning let's turn the, the spigot on on the trust. Let's offset it with some cost seg on this side, right? So this is like next level DST ninja stuff, right? Which is really cool and really exciting. And it's just math, right? So once you get over that, it's, it's legal. Then the next thing is, can I actually do this? Yes, with our help, we will guide you, right? Will it work for me? Well, it depends if your deal's big enough and what your income tax are, needs are. The other one that's really interesting is estate tax. So a lot of people are really, really... Um, Look, missing the elephant in the room. So the tiger is the capital gains tax, right? You got to buy the tail with the 1031 if it's still around. But the elephant in the room is the estate tax, which is basically stating that 40% of anything above 22 million married, 12 million single is going to be wiped out. So we're working with a client right now. In fact, we just did the part of their deal. There were $25 million, but all $25 million was in real estate and all of it was inside of their taxable estate. So the challenge was you have to either buy life insurance, do a bunch of charitable remainder trusts, which the people don't typically want to give all the way to charity or have to gift it away, but they're running out of time to do that. So we sold their $5 million multifamily property in Colorado and moved all of it outside of their taxable estate in one single day without using a, a charitable, without buying any insurance, and still give them all the flexibilities. Again, your brain starts to explode on this, but we say, talk with the clients. Look at this. See it. It's been tested. It's been tried. It's here. And um, so hopefully that answers the question too. And maybe hopefully adds a little bit more. Yeah, it's it's amazing uh, vehicle, you know, to, to, to save taxes. So awesome. Anything else that we didn't cover regarding a DST that any, any a newbie should know about? Yeah, so you should be working with a qualified intermediary, which we have the strategic alliances that will allow you to both options. You never want to get caught. Let's say Warren Buffett says when the tide comes out, you see who's skinny dipping, right? You never want to get caught past that 45 or past that you're coming up against that 180. I, I literally get calls from people and some of the exchange accommodators, they don't want to accommodate. And so you want to make sure that you're working with them who, who, and some of them just don't even know about this, right? They don't have the time to know about it. They're so big. They're doing so many deals. They just say, no, no, no. And then we work with specialized ones that are very respected, been around for a while, and they allow it. And that gives you leverage as the buyer. Second thing to, to not have to overpay and say, I can walk away from this, Mr. Seller, if you're not going to deal on, on reasonable terms with, with all of this, you know, uh, deferred maintenance that I found during my due diligence period. The second thing is for that seller who wants to sell to you. 
but they will not sell. If you're a syndicator operator, use this as a way to solve their problem. I always say to all of my investors and clients and partners, we're not in the business of selling or buying real estate. We're not in the business of selling or buying you know, tax deferral strategies. We're in the business of solving problems. So the moment you can call that operator or that owner of that property and say, hey, I'm an operator here to solve your problems. Why aren't you selling? Why aren't you 1031-ing? Almost 9 out of 10, they're going to say, I don't want a 1031 and start all over again. I don't want to pay the capital gains tax. And then if you really come in and you show them how if they're ultra high net worth and that you can save them on a state tax, they're going to be your best friend. They're going to say, well, how, can I, how can I do this deal for you? Right? Because it's an extra 30 to 50% on just the capital gains tax and depreciation and capture alone plus 40% on the estate tax. So it's just math. So when you bring it to them, you solve their problem. Guess what? You win the deal. So this is a great way to unlock off-market deals or just you're competing against other buyers who are all walk, working with 1031 blockbuster type of structures to help them. You come in with Netflix and they say, I'll sell it to you for less because you solved my problem. So we do the heavy lifting. We're not asking you to be the CPA or the tax attorney, right? Bring the deal. We will help you close it, help it move forward. And uh, that's it. And then just just make sure you get educated now. Don't wait for Biden to take away the 1031. Take action now. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Brett, for coming on the show and adding a ton of value on the subject of deferred sales trust. So to recap, you know, if you've got a million dollar gain and a million dollar net proceeds, definitely reach out to Brett and get options for you and, and save a ton of money on your taxes. Please tell the listeners where they can find out more about you. Yep. You can also get our free ebook, Sell Your Business, Real Estate, or Cryptocurrency Smarter by going to CapitalGainsTaxSolutions.com. If you really want to geek out and you get into the coaching program, we're working with the top 5% in all the business industries. You can go to ExpertTaxSecrets.com and we can we can, we can can geek out and I can teach you all my secrets. And we have all the swipe files and the, and the emails and the, and the webinars and all that. So those are the two main places. YouTube's really good as well and iTunes for all of that as well. All right. Awesome. So to all of our listeners, thanks for listening in. And if you like this episode, Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and like, subscribe, and review this podcast so we can get out to more people. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do at Break of Day Capital, head over to our website, www.breakofdaycapital.com, and sign up for our newsletter. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you.